This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks dipped on Thursday as investors digested a host of mixed corporate earnings results and reassurances from monetary policymakers that the latest spike in inflation would likely prove temporary. Global data was also in focus with a weaker-than-expected GDP report out of China, pointing to a marked growth slowdown. The S&P 500 declined after the index eked out a record intraday high during Wednesday's regular session. The Dow turned slightly positive, while the Nasdaq erased earlier gains to end lower. New data from China, the first economy to experience and begin to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic, underscored the extent of the growth slowdown after a peak acceleration earlier this year. The world's second-largest economy expanded at a 7.9% rate in the second quarter from a year ago, according to the National Bureau of Statistics, missing consensus estimates for an 8.0% rise and decelerating sharply from the first quarter's 18.3% increase. Remarks on Wednesday from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell before Congress also called into question the strength of the economic rebound, with the Fed leaders saying the U.S. economy was still a ways off from meeting the central bank's threshold of substantial further progress in recovering. The cyclical energy and financial sectors, which stand to benefit from a pickup in economic activity, underperformed during Wednesday's session and were on track to lag again as traders turned instead toward technology and growth shares. And the big banks that have so far reported second-quarter earnings have also posted mixed results, with revenue and net interest income coming under pressure as interest rates dipped from a March year-to-date peak. As of late, bank stocks in the financial sector writ large has been flagging a bit after what's been a pretty strong early part of the year for that sector. And I think there's a couple of things going on. Jason Ware, Albion Financial Group partner and chief investment officer, told Yahoo Finance on Wednesday, First of all, the elements that were driving bank stocks higher and other groups as well in that cyclical and value trade has begun to wane a bit as the market is beginning to digest what is now becoming known as peak growth. Second, we have interest rates that have dipped as of late, he added. And of course, banks are tied very closely to what's happening with yields. The drop in Treasury yields with the benchmark 10-year yield down to hover just above 1.3% coincided with a more tempered economic outlook and Powell's remarks doubling down on his belief that recent inflationary pressures will eventually subside. In congressional testimony, the Fed leader pointed to the reopening-related categories of goods and services that have seen the biggest increases in inflation, like used car and truck prices, as evidence that the jump in prices may pass later this year. 
But, transitory or not, the inflation data for the past month has come in much hotter than expected. Tuesday's Consumer Price Index registered the fastest annual increase since 2008 for June. And on Wednesday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics' June Producer Price Index posted a 7.3% year-over-year increase, marking the fastest rise on record in data spanning back to 2010. Multi-year highs in inflation and how the Fed may respond is what markets are focused on, especially as they relate to asset purchases, high-frequency economics's Rubila Faruqi wrote in a note. Powell said the timing and composition of tapering will be something officials will discuss at coming meetings. In sum, there was no change in the message from Mr. Powell, even as inflation continues to surprise to the upside and job growth picks up, Faruqi added. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.